This is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at The Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. I talk a lot about expectations because it's such a crucial component of relationships and communications. If you have unclear expectations and then your expectations are not lived up to, whose fault is that? Obviously, the first step is for you to become clear on what you expect. The second, hopefully very obvious step is then you communicate that expectation to the other party so that there's no misperceptions, miscommunications, misaligned expectations about whether that's been filled or not. I also talked about how the statement expectations are just premeditated resentments and how I don't agree with that. There's a whole podcast episode on that particular thing. What occurred to me since then is that, again, expectations are not premeditated resentments, but imbalance is premeditated resentment. If there's an imbalance, eventually things are going to try to work to bring that imbalance to balance. I think of the line from Jurassic Park where Jeffrey Goldblum says, life will find a way. And in the book and in the movie, life indeed did find a way. Same thing with balance. Balance will try to find a way. So imbalance can't last long. That's why we have shifts in weather, why there are cycles in culture, in fashion, why the pendulum swings, may swing toward one end, and then it will eventually swing back to the other end. And ideally, it's going to keep swinging until those extremes get less and less extreme, and it will find balance in the center. Now, of course, life is not quite that logical. And so there's almost always something that's going to get that pendulum swing back in motion. But the same thing happens. Things are out of balance and there is an attempt to bring things back into balance. Life, energy, situations, health, will always try to find center and seek balance. Let's take health. Pain and sickness is a signal from your body that something is out of imbalance. And if it's brought to your attention, perhaps you will take steps to bring that imbalance back into balance. It's about being out of alignment. That's another way to think about imbalance is misalignment. Go to the chiropractor because you're out of alignment. What does the chiropractor do? He or she does his or her best to get you back into alignment, to help your body find balance. So what does this mean for you? Just like with expectations, 
And the first two steps being, one, be clear on what your expectations are, two, communicate those expectations. We can apply that very simple process to balance or imbalance. First, clarify what does balance look like? What does it feel like to be out of balance? Second, once you're clear on what causes the balance and the alignment or what causes the imbalance or the misalignment, what do you need to do to correct that or to maintain? If you're in that lucky state of balance, how do you maintain that? What leads to balance? With many of our tools and our programs, our trainings, our, con- our consulting, we talk about IEF, the Individual Environmental Fit. And we talk about the alignment with the individual and his or her environment, or obviously the misalignment, or the environment's misalignment with the individual, and or both, where both are just not in alignment. Using our our very simple definition that balance equals alignment, then what can you do to bring things back into alignment? Once you've gone through that first step and have determined, yes, indeed, there is imbalance. In our positive leadership courses and workshops, we talk about the seven capacities designed to help increase engagement and alignment, all leading toward thriving. So these capacities, you can think of them as ingredients to help with engagement and alignment. Here they are, seven capacities, authenticity, purpose, advocacy, resilience, community building, reason, and gratitude. Now this, again, is part of the positive leadership training we facilitate. So it's not necessarily applicable to everything. And obviously, positive leadership is going to be within a group, within a community. However, I like how these seven ingredients can be applied, either some of them or maybe even all of them, to other situations and to other needs. So going back to that idea of imbalance is premeditated, resentment, something's out of balance, let's look at those seven capacities as a way to bring something back into balance. Start with authenticity. Are you being real about what's going on here? Are you being real with yourself as well as with maybe someone else who's involved in the imbalance situation about how you feel that there's an imbalance and what balance would look like to you? Are you authentic about it? Two, purpose. What is the purpose you're trying to get to? We've been using 
this model of deciding upon the purpose, the desired outcome, and then the methods that you use. We call it POM, P-O-M. We've been using that a lot in everyday conversations, meetings, webinars, trainings that we're designing. You can apply that purpose outcome method model to just about anything. In my mentoring relationship with my mentee, we were talking about how she's having some conflicts come up in some of her relationships and that she feels she needs to have a conversation with one of these people. And I asked her to think about what's the purpose and what's the desired outcome. Because honestly, if it's just to complain or whine or berate the other person, sure, that's a purpose, but the outcome probably isn't going to be very positive. So what's the purpose? What's the outcome? We talked through it, and what she came up with is that she needed completion. She needed closure, and that that would really be the purpose as well as leading to the desired outcome of feeling complete, feeling like she had said what she needed to say, heard the response, and then maybe they could co-create whatever relationship was going forward, or she'd feel complete in not moving forward. That purpose piece is really important, and you can apply that regardless of the situation. The third capacity is advocacy. Where do you need to advocate for something? So depending on the imbalance that you're looking at, do you need to advocate for the resulting balance? Do you need to advocate for yourself? Do you need to advocate for others? Is there a standing up for a concept or a person or a situation or an idea that needs to happen here? The fourth capacity is resilience. What is your, I'm going to use the word capacity again because that's kind of what I think of resilience as, what's your capacity to deal with this situation? Does your cup overfloweth or are you drained and empty? Because of course, if you're making decisions or taking actions from a place where you're feeling resilient, you're feeling filled up and able to, to handle the world, you're going to make different decisions, take different actions than if you're feeling the opposite, drained and like you're, you've got nothing more left to give. So you need to look at the resilience there. The next capacity is community building. Again, this may not apply to every situation, but let's pretend that this imbalanced issue is one that's maybe part of a group or a team or a department or the organization as a whole. Where can you implement some community building strategies so that everybody's coming together and working together? to bring balance. The sixth capacity is reason, and it doesn't necessarily mean being reasonable. It means facing reality. What's the reality of the situation? 
it goes hand in hand with the the beginning when I talked about authentic, about understanding what's really going on here. What do you really want to be going on? You see, that's also part of purpose. So you can see how some of these concepts actually work together. And then the last capacity is is gratitude. And I'd say that there's a an acknowledgement piece of that gratitude. Earlier in this episode, I asked about what does balance look like? What does imbalance look like? Sometimes we may absolutely know when we are out of balance, more so than we acknowledge when we are feeling balanced. So this gratitude piece is becoming more aware of those positive aspects that you experience because then we can always apply that information going forward. So isn't that an interesting concept about balance and that imbalance is truly premeditated resentment because unless it gets back into balance, it's going to cause problems because it will try to do so on its own. And like Jurassic Park, probably not a great idea to have velociraptors running wild around the park and endangering us. To be a tad bit more serious, where's the imbalance in your life, in the department you're working in, in the people you oversee, in your ability to manage and lead? in your relationships, in your communication? And can you take that situation through those seven capacities after first identifying balance and imbalance and what you might be able to do to bring it back into balance? Those seven capacities will help you do that. I would love to have your feedback on what you think about this. I know I gave you a lot of information And your feedback helps me make sure that my information is as balanced as possible, as well as helpful for my listeners and our clients. Until next time, may you thrive.